Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. And now, the Disney Parks Podcast infotainment segment. Very excited about today's show. We're going to be talking about the the top exciting news items from 2018. Kind of a year-end roundup, right? Yeah. And uh, these are just our thoughts on exciting. <laughs> your, your version of exciting may vary. Exciting, <laughs> exciting is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Your mileage may vary. Yeah, that's right. All right. What's, uh, what's the first one we're going to talk about? Number 10 is the Artist Point rumored to become a Snow White and Seven Dwarfs character dining. And it did. Yeah. Oh. And we're going. Oh, did it. We're, oh, will we? We're going towards the end of the month. We're yeah. going to go uh, check it out. It's a price-fixed dinner now, from what I've heard. Uh, and I've only seen good pictures of food and good pictures. They have a smoked something, John, that you're going to... Yeah, you're gonna want um, probably uh, a poison apple dessert, which I hear is also very good. So, yeah, like well, teasing uh, me. I've, I've been losing yeah. weight, man. Come on. Now, I don't think all seven of the dwarfs appear. They're not. Yeah, I think it's only a couple of dwarfs and a Snow White. The yes, and and uh, sometimes the Evil Queen makes. It yes. Right. Yeah. I saw some pictures. Panda visited <laughs> and saw the Evil Queen, and my <laughs> initial thought was. She's too pretty to be the evil queen. I mean, I know they got her in green paint, but she's the girl. I, the the friend <laughs> right. of the evil queen was very attractive. I'm going to say this. I went to a Halloween party, uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Yeah, a good, few years ago. Good, good for you. Good, good. And uh, after the stage show, some of the characters came down. Yeah, yeah, the villains. Yeah, and the evil queen was one of them. And I will tell you, I don't think it was a woman. I think it was a guy. You think it was a dude? I think it was a dude. Because this was a very tall person. And I'm not saying that there's not tall women in the world. But. Now, was it a mask or was it a face? No, face. And uh, I'm thinking this person had an Adam's apple. I think it was a, I think it was a guy. Send all cards and letters to Tony at <laughs> Disney Parks Podcast. At gmail.com. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I'm yeah, not saying there's hey, anything wrong with that. Allegedly. 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 I, listen, I didn't go up and squeeze the queen's ass or anything to see what the guy was going to say. I'm so glad this is a Patreon show. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it was a guy. You know how... Uh, <laughs> I mean, how do you check if the queen's a guy or not? You know how I... <laughs> I, I sometimes, if we're running out of extra shows, I'll use these shows to yeah, do... Yeah. I'm going to have to edit the piss out of this show. <laughs> I'm starting off 2019 in a new light. That's right. Well, if you wondered why we don't do a lot of things at Disney, like some of the media events, this is why. I'm squeezing the queen's ass. <laughs> oh, boy. Tony at Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, so, <laughs> uh, the next thing, number nine, is the Walt Disney World raises prices of tickets and annual passes. Now, don't freak out. Because we're just coming off the heels of the Disneyland yeah. version of this. Right. This is 2018. Right. This is this is this is what's coming. Yeah. Okay. So um, the price increases uh, were quite a big deal when they were announced in February. Uh, later in September, Walt Disney World announced a brand new uh, tier date-based ticket price structure mm. complete with an interactive calendar that helped guests figure out the increasing complexity of uh, their pricing system. And therein lies... I call it a crowd calendar now. Therein lies the rub. Yeah. Uh, Look at the good side of this. You now know when the park is going to be busy because the prices are higher. Correct. Yeah, the, the two days out of the entire year, yes, I completely <laughs> agree with you. Uh, when this story initially came out, this was, this rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because we knew that, you know, for the, uh, what's the word? I'm seasoned Walt Disney World fan. We knew we got over this hump because the first little hump was, was Toy Story Land. Mm. That was a little hump. Mm. We knew that there's going to be a massive hump mm. for, uh, Star Wars Land. And that's going to be very interesting to see what happens, especially considering what they just did with Disneyland. That's another show. But the we we haven't seen what's going to happen. No, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen to us. But the thing is, in the last sentence, I think was the most. This is the the piece of the puzzle that we talked about the most was how incredibly complex. Yeah, coming to Disney with the pricing system is Mm -hmm. that water coming back to haunt you. Yeah. (laughs) So if uh, you ever needed a travel agent, this is the. Now the time you want yeah, to get it. It's becoming that complex. Get unless, friendly with a travel agent. Unless you're just doing annual passes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even then it's a little screwy, but yeah. it's easy. Well, there's three of them. Yeah. Or four of them now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number eight. Uh, children's activity centers, centers at Walt Disney World all closed July 31st. Now, I blame this on smartphones, iPads, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just think the kids' attention to do activities in a room is gone. And that's a shame. Yeah. There's no imagination to color, draw, or craft anymore. You know. Now, I wonder how downsized, and I haven't gone and really taken a look, the community centers, not the children's centers, but the community centers at the DVC resorts, have they scaled those back and gotten rid of those crafts and those things in there, too. If so, yikes. Yeah. Parents are going to have to be parents now on vacation. <gasps> How dare you? Uh, you can send those letters to me, too, if you want. <laughs> well, see, I have a, I have an ulterior theory to that. Mm. You know, when you're looking at, uh, and these, these were located, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Polynesian Village, yeah. and Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. All the deluxes. All the deluxe resorts. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't necessarily know if it's, you know, they said they were closing it due to lack of interest. Yeah. Was it really lack of interest or there's an increasingly, I don't want to use the word hostile, but there's mm-hmm. an increasingly negative uh, feeling about leaving your kids somewhere. I, I don't know in today's age if parents are so willing to say, mm-hmm. hey, you're a Disney employee. Let me leave my kids with you when every six months or so. They do that on the cruise ship, though. Yeah, but it's different on a cruise ship. It's 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 different on a cruise. I could throw your kid overboard. If you I could, I but bad cast if member. you knew where those kids' areas were, you would know that would be very hard to do. Hey, right. uh, because they have to go 
way up and out. Okay. But the thing on the, the, you know, there's trackers on the Disney cruise, by the way. Mm. Um, but the thing is, is part of it, I think is, is parents no longer wanting to leave their kids with Disney mm. employees. And I know they're vetted and I know that there's all sorts of background checks, but we had like, Every four months there for a while, it seemed like some Disney customer was getting popped for stealing mm. or some kind of inappropriate behavior. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. Maybe that led to, maybe it's a combination of all of it. Right. But they did kind of fill this gap with this uh, Pixar play zone where you have to pay to yeah. leave your kid to play. Right. So now it's not free to play, it's pay, pay to, to play. play. Yeah. So. And honestly, that's probably the real reason. Yes. That's that's the real reason right there. We can make some money off of this. How can we cha-ching this? Yeah. Uh, all right. So one of the other popular stories uh, that's on our list, and this list was compiled by popular stories that we were talking about all across the Internet and on our show and various other places is, uh, you know, Disney Enterprises Incorporated is always always putting out patent applications and all sorts of really cool stuff. And then, you know, we've been keeping an eye on the things that Disney is, is putting out there that could land in this new Star Wars Galaxy Edge universe and hotel. Uh, and our number seven story that was one of the most popular stories was Disney is ostensibly designing a new lightsaber that extends and retracts like the versions that we see in the film. Mm. So uh, apparently there's this very simple concept uh, that this new model lightsaber could be the most film accurate take on the weapon today. Uh, now, uh, we don't know if Disney is keeping it just for live action shows or is going to try to market these to fans or collectors, or even mm. cosplayers. Um, but it would really be cool uh, if we could, uh, you know, figure out a way to implement this. And if this is just, just a patent application, it doesn't always mean that it's going to become a real right. object, but that Disney's already starting to process through this is very exciting for Disney fans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you... Well, I think they could do a lot. I think they could sell it to anybody or everybody. I think it could be something that's used in Star Wars land as a way to interact with things or peoples. Um, I think it could be used in the hotel, maybe to open doors or I don't know, whatever. Well, I, I think it's got a thousand and five uses. Right. And and that's just because we're parks guys. We're mm -hmm. thinking about Walt Disney World or yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, that's not even counting the myriads of crazy Star Wars fans from, mm -hmm. from you know, Luke the Lucasfilm side of the world yeah. where, what is it, Star Wars Celebrations, mm -hmm. you know, they're D23. Right. Um, you've got people, especially people who... Are it could affluent, be a video game controller. Yeah, who are very affluent <clears throat> and will yeah. spend five, six hundred dollars even oh, more yeah, on a realistic lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, there's Ooh. there's lightsaber clubs all around the country now where mm. they train to to do these fights and they put on yeah. these shows. Yeah, could you imagine what those guys would do with like a real life acting lightsaber? Yeah. They could take One you know, could take some hit. <laughs> yeah, that actually yeah. goes out and comes back like a real yeah. lightsaber. I mean. They'd it's cost effective. Geeky. I'd love one, man. Yeah. What color would you get? You know the different color, yeah. colors, right? I like blue. 
A blue? I think in blue. I, I, I got to be like my Mace Windu and get a purple one. Oh. Yeah. Or do red and be a Sith Lord. I don't know. Mm. One of the two. Or green. Yeah, green's, green's a good color. Yeah. All right, number six. Uh, Disney confirms plans to build a new resort hotel on Old River Country grounds. So get out your asbestos suit, kids. (laughs) 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 It's time to go swimming in asbestos. Swimming in asbestos. I wonder if the Sherman Brothers have written a song. Yeah. So uh, I was telling Tony about this before we went on air. I've been watching this one YouTuber who's who's chronicling a lot of the early days of like Epcot. His videos are amazing. Uh, And I'm sharing a couple of them over on the Park Hopper site. But um, what's funny is he's he's doing kind of like this retrospect of all these different things at Epcot. And it's like the Sherman Brothers wrote a song for this. Sherman Brothers wrote a song for that. And they all sound like Sherman Brothers songs. Um, But he did do one for River Country, and I thought it was fascinating because I, I... I have no connection to what River Country was. Oh, really? So yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm seeing what I'm like. Wow, they really had that. That was oh, really yeah. cool. Uh, and I'm seeing very nice. I'm seeing pictures like I've never. Okay, picture this. I've never physically seen Epcot without the tombstones. Yikes! So for there to be video of them swooping through the open, I'm like. Holy crap! You can walk around and stuff in there. Yeah, wait till they're gone. Oh, here's it's gonna hoping. be a whole new world for you, buddy. Here's oh new world. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see how some of the rides and stuff of, dude. I I would love to go back in time. Yeah. So I want to know what made Disney flip on this uh, site because I heard it was kind of a contaminated site. It was. I could be wrong. I don't know. I've always heard that this was an asbestos riddled park with lots of stuff that made Disney cringe. So I'd like to know what made them flip. I heard that they're just going to concrete over everything and... Um, Pound it in the dirt. And because then it'll be untouched, it'll be safe below, you know, a foot and a half of concrete. Yeah, but I also read somewhere a while ago that there's new ways to deal with asbestos. Yeah. And I, I think, think there's new technology that came out that probably gave them the ability to, to... shoot it into space now. <laughs> well, what do you think Elon <laughs> Musk is doing? Yeah. How do you think he's funding all those rockets, yeah. rocket ships? So, ain't, ain't Tesla sales, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of rumors around this, and, and it was interesting. So now it's going to be uh, partial DVC and partial resort. Uh this is going to open in 2022, so this will be one year past the 50th anniversary. So this isn't even slated for the 50th. I don't know how much stuff they could have crammed in that 50th bag, but this didn't make the 50th cut. And what's the name of the new resort? Marketing must have spent years thinking of this. Reflections. Oh, dude, you beat me to it. <laughs> a lakeside lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 they could have thought of a, it. Boggles the mind. Yeah. I mean, name a river country resort. What a shocker! I mean, at least pay homage to yeah. river country. You know, but we don't know yet. We don't know what we don't know, and there might sure. be some homages inside. They the might resort. be. There might be. Doubtful, but but I, there might be. There might be. Uh, and this is going to be a small resort uh, compared to Disney size-wise. That's what she said. Uh, it's only going to be 900 hotel rooms are proposed 
only uh, 900 yeah. hotel rooms. This is a small resort, kids. Yeah. Let yeah. that sink in. Yeah. So, and it's going to have uh, what they're calling unique accommodation types. Now, we also heard some cabins, at least I have, that there'll be some also some new cabin types, uh, kind of like Wilderness has, mm. along the shore. Now, nestled along the shore. Nestled along the lake that you along wouldn't want to get your feet in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. No. You don't want to go dipping in that green pond scum. That would be dangerous. Yeah. All right. Next up is uh, staying in the uh, the world of, of hotels. Probably one of the biggest uh, stories that we talked about. Honestly, for a while there, one of the biggest stories we talked about was this new resort hotel coming to uh, the Swan and Dolphin Resort area. Mm. Uh, and that's fascinating because I drove by that thinking, how are they going to fit a hotel in that spot? Yeah. But apparently they figured it out. Right. Uh, but Walt Disney World guests are always excited about new resort locations. And that's true. I love spending the night at new places. Uh, but there were rumors of a new Swan and Dolphin Tower that circulated for a little while. Uh, and then we got the confirmation that uh, they were getting a brand new resort tower. Uh, Tishman and MetLife Investment uh, Management uh, made a statement in September announcing that they were building a new 14-story, 349-room hotel tower, which will be built on the current site of the resort's tennis courts. That's a small footprint. Uh, a later update from Marriott International in November confirmed that the Cove <laughs> will be finished in under two years. Wow. It's amazing. They're finishing their resort in under two years. Mm. Disney announced a resort that won't open until 2021. Two. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's very exciting. So... Uh, amidst all the Disney Vacation Club announcements we got last yeah. year and new and the year before, we're also getting a new Marriott. Plus, we're getting one. I didn't look at the list. We're also getting one at uh, Bonnet Creek at the end of right. Bonnet Creek that's been. Yeah, under construction. Yeah, a lot of construction going on over there. Yeah. Well, I think this is part of the seven new resorts for the 50th, which I think we're going to need. Uh, next up, number four, is uh, Run Disney released the 2018-2019 event calendar. Yeah, buddy. Uh, while this is not really finishing in first place, Run Disney's new calendar of events managed to pick up a significant amount of attention. Yep. It seems like Disney's list of annual marathon and half marathon events, I think one's coming up, right? Uh, this weekend, I think, is the marathon weekend. Okay. Right? Is, is it? Uh, is this weekend or last weekend? I don't know. Mm. Is retaining a strong amount of enthusiasm among fitness-prone Disney enthusiasts. <laughs> fitness-prone. So while technically this was published at the end of 2017, the story still held pretty strong through 2018. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the thing that Disney's done a really good job of. In the Walt Disney World Marathon, uh, excuse me, the Walt Disney Run Disney events mm. done pretty well. We haven't uh, we haven't lost too many of them. Disneyland's taken them on the chin because of uh, the uh, Star Wars Land, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, the Walt Disney World Marathon starts on the ninth, so day after tomorrow, mm. uh, they'll do the five k, the ten k, the half, 
And the fool for all mm. of you dopey people out there. Yikes. Um, that itch, Sarah's Sid's starting to get that itch. And I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> and the thing is, I don't think the races were a big deal, but they found the places in the calendar where there was a little lull in attendance and then plug the race into all of those holes. Yeah. So that totally ruined any down or slower time. Yeah. Can't have any slow time. Yeah. Can't have any slow time. And for a local, that's awesome. Yeah. Lead bad. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. the nature of that business. Oh, yeah. And, and it's a big deal. I mean, those races are fun. Even if you're not running a race, it's going and being around those people. It's a lot of fun. It's fun to right. watch. It's inspiring, too. Right. Uh, the third most popular, I guess best way to say that, uh, new story from last year, was the Walt Disney World offering free dining bounce back offer for selected dates in 2019. Yeah. Um, there's no surprise that this is a popular story. Who doesn't love free dining? Yeah. Um, so, uh, booking availability for this offer ended on October 31st, but, uh, Disney just released the free dine offer for this year. Yeah. Plus an, a room offer and I think a ticket offer. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Everybody, everybody loves the idea behind free dining. Everybody gets excited mm. about it. And, um, I'm not saying that I don't get excited about. It. I don't do it because I'm an annual pass holder. Yeah, um, I never did it. But it's it's funny because it's it's on select rooms at select resorts. Yeah, and you better and select number of rooms per I, resort. Yeah, I was going there. Yeah, so it's it's that's, kind of a, that's the rub. It's an interesting play on on words there. Yeah, so you, you just have to be careful. Uh, I'm not saying that Disney's doing anything disingenuous. I'm just saying Disney's smart in marketing. Right. Uh, but the bounce back offer was really, really cool. So that yeah. worked out really well. Yeah, I like. I used to like when they used to do the bounce back. Uh, now explain what the bounce back offer is for those. Yeah, so who if you're know. staying, uh, uh, what they would do is they'd put something in your room the night before you were checking out, some kind of special offer. Hey, if you book a trip now before you leave, you know, I, I remember they used to do like buy three nights, get one free. Right. You know, buy two nights, get the third free. Uh, you know, Buy five nights, get uh, free tickets. They used to have all these kind of crazy fun offers. Forty mm percent -hmm. off, uh, right. some of them. Uh, so it was to entice you to book another trip before you left the trip you were currently on. Right. And I think a lot of people took advantage of it. I I can't imagine people walking away from some of the deals. Unless they were just couldn't afford there. it. Yeah. yeah. We I remember sure. when we first and this was I don't know a dozen years ago. When we first started staying, I remember we stayed at uh, the Pop or one of the music mm. resort, I think. Yeah. And there was the little card that says, yeah. hey, you know, book before the end of your trip and you right. can save. I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. They do the same thing on the Disney Cruise. Mm. They offer special sure. – most cruise lines do. Yeah. Uh, they offer special price if you book your cruise before the end of your current cruise. And I don't know why Disney doesn't <coughs> do more of that. Mm. I mean – they're wanting to to keep rooms occupied. I don't yeah. know why they don't offer that. And maybe they do, and I just haven't noticed it because mm. it's been a while since I've stayed in yeah. a Disney Resort. Yeah, I hate that. I need to stay in a Disney Resort. Yeah, I have booked a couple of nights somewhere. Number two. Number two, two. Disney confirms overnight parking fees for their resort guests. Hey, Disney. This started on March twenty uh, first. 
so now, not only will they charge you to stay in a room, they're going to charge you to park your car. Now, I can't believe this was not the number one story because people mm. lost their minds yeah. when this came out. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe that that the salads worked out. Yeah. But. I still don't think they've figured out how to charge everybody yet. There's, they've been trying different methods. You right. know, people in the gatehouse, the license plates. We heard, uh, you know, license plate uh, cameras, uh, cameras, uh, all kinds of stuff. I still don't think they have a solid way. There are so many people going in and out of resort in a day. I mean, how do you determine, oh, this guy's staying here and parking his car, or this person's coming for dinner? I mean, we do that a couple times a week. Yeah. You know, here's a funny thing. Not to talk about an old news story, but let's talk about an old news story for a second. I have, I have, I think I have a pretty good solution to this. Okay. And it dawned on me because this is what some of the resorts do. If you're not staying as a guest, Hmm. you have to valet park. Mm. But I mean, they'll uh, they'll validate. Four Seasons your, doesn't. Yeah, they'll validate your your ID if you're if you're parking. If you're going to if a you're restaurant. Going to a restaurant. Yeah, thank right. you. So if Walt Disney World said, and I'm thinking like I always, whenever we talk about the story in my mind, I'm picturing the Contemporary Resort, Mister mm. Casanova. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to Cali Grill for dinner, okay. What if they just said, okay, if you're coming, if you're coming to the resort for dinner, mm-hmm. you can no longer use guest parking. Right. But what you can do is you valet park, mm-hmm. and we'll give you ten dollars to valet, mm. and it's mandatory. Or they'll just validate your parking. Yeah, just validate. If we know that they're trying to make make more money in parking, because so. then if you go and you don't go to the restaurant that you say you're going you have to, to pay to park, you're going to pay the forty dollars. Right. So that would be the rub. So everybody else that comes into that parking lot has to pay unless you're going to dinner. Mm-hmm. The trick is, is people who would lie and say, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just coming to for dinner. And they wouldn't, they would try to get into the, the parking spots. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you would fix that, but I think that would solve that problem. The like gate. the four seasons, they have gates. Can't go into the lot. Yeah. I know. But here's the thing. So, there are people, and I've done it too, that I'll just go to a resort around the Magic Kingdom, and then I'll just kind of go shopping, you know, via the monorail, go to the different stores in each of the resorts. I don't know how, you know, you can do that. You know, they'll probably tell you, oh, go park at the TTC and take the monorail. It's right there. So, you know, there were other reasons to go to resort, especially when Crazy Disney has things that, Exclusive to this resort or exclusive to that resort. Right. You know, that makes us go to that resort. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to stop doing that. Right. You know, which I don't think will ever happen. No, but I I understand their desire to curtail the, hey, I'm going to park and I'm going to go to the parks. Right. And I get that. So the answer is you just make everybody pay. Yeah. Unless you're coming here for dinner. Right. If you're coming here for dinner, you have to go to valet. Yeah. Why do I have to go to valet? <clears throat> because you have to pay to park. Or even if they let everybody use the guest parking and you still had to get the ticket to get out. Right. Now, I also would not mind, as a pass holder, if they said, listen, pass, Mr. Pass holder, if you would like to park at the resorts for dinner or shopping or whatever, you're going to have to pay this extra fee on top of the annual pass. 
If it was something reasonable, I would probably pay it. Look. To get a little sticker on my car. Well, let me ask you this crazy question. Uh, they have, uh, basically, you have the Platinum, which is the East Coast, West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have the Gold, which is what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's everything, right? Mm-hmm. Photo Pass and the whole night. Everything hours. but water parks. Everything but water parks. Yeah, Platinum is everything. Platinum is everything. Water yeah. parks and East Coast, yeah. West Coast. Okay. So then you have Gold, except water parks. But it does include Photo Pass. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Silver Pass. Mm-hmm. And then the option that I chose was no photo pass, but it includes parking at the mm. parks. Mm. And then there's another, there's a couple different variations. Of that. Yeah. What if they just went ahead and made a, you know, because I, I don't know how, f- I mean, I know that there's certain people I know are listening, maybe not to this show, but to the other show, mm-hmm. they would lose their minds if they lost the, the photo pass privilege. But if they had another version that was like, okay, here's the deal. Your pass is $450, $475 for the year. Mm. Well, after the increase, it's probably like five fifty. <laughs> but So your pass is $500. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you dine at resort properties? Yes, quite frequently. Mm. Okay, so here's what we'll do. For another $50 or $100, right. you can have resort parking and and theme park parking as mm-hmm. part of your package. Yeah. Well, give would, me the option. Do you want photos or do you want parking? Right. I would like parking. Yeah. I don't care about the photos. Yeah. I got a camera. I, I got a camera, too. I don't have to have a little Tinkerbell yeah. in my hand. Yeah. Neither do I. You know, I've, I've got a wife. I don't need that. If I do, I can use my magic band. I'll pay for it if I really I've got it. Photoshop skills. Yeah. I don't need that at all. Yeah. I can Photoshop as well as Disney can do it. So, so yeah, I mean, there's ways around it. that mm. It doesn't have to be so complicated. And that's why I think it's so funny because Disney always complicates things to the yep. point of crazy. Uh, so... Love for you guys to give your 10 cents, mm. you know. Uh, and so the number one story, I'm really questioning the analytics on this one. <laughs> this should have probably been number three. Mm. But the way it worked out, the number one story for 2018. Ding! I can't believe this is the number one story. Disney Dining Plan includes specialty alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. I think everybody wanted this a lot. Uh, walk me through this because I, I did not feel the ripple from this like I did the parking one. I think uh, – so I know some cousins of mine that come down and they use the, the dining plan all the time. Right. And their complaint all the time was, I can't get a drink with my free dining thing. I have to pay all this alcohol costs. So this at least gets them one alcoholic beverage right. with dinner. So so when you go on a cruise, uh-huh. and I liken this to cruising because it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. It's all inclusive. Right. When you pay for a dining plan or when you pay for f- and you get free dining, mm-hmm. I liken it to an all-inclusive resort stay. Right. You still have to pay for alcohol because alcohol is – a premium, unlike mm-hmm. a Coca Cola. A Coca Cola costs the company Ten twenty cents, cents yeah. including the cup. Right. You know, fifteen twenty cents. Right. Uh, versus you know a bottle of alcohol, which only costs you know twenty bucks. I mean, mm-hmm. you dole it out over, you know, twenty drinks. I mean, it's it's negligible, but the price 
the price increase at the triple the price. Right. But it's a it's a premium drink. So I understand how I understand it. I wouldn't expect it. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited that the Disney dining plan includes especially alcoholic and non alcoholic beverage. Right. I just didn't think that it was really that big of a deal. Yeah. I and think it was. Okay. I, I obviously it was because yeah. it was the number one story from yeah. last year. Yeah. Um and Disney executed on it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the thing. You know, because normally we don't, but the the dining package price increased yeah. dramatically too. That's the other thing. You know, we we talk about tickets all the time. We talk about rack rates from hotel rooms occasionally, mm-hmm. but the dining plan prices go up too. Whenever they raise prices for, you know, theme parks, whenever they raise prices on the rack rate for the rooms, the dining plan price goes up. Food oh yeah, costs always go up, and it's Disney. You know, it's, oh yeah, it's got to be that. So. Uh, anything else you want to add on that one? No. Drink up, my friends. Drink up. <laughs> I don't. I don't always drink at Disney, but when I do, I make Disney pay for the first one. That's right. <laughs> so, what was your top story from 2018? Let us know in the comments. Uh, let us know what you guys think. What was the top story? Maybe we didn't mention. Did we? Did we right. leave one of your favorite ones out? Uh, we didn't go specifically like we knew the Star Wars stories were big. Obviously, there's this thing called, hang on, hang on, let me think of it. Oh, yeah, Toy Story Land. Mm. That was a big deal last year. Uh, some other closures that happened around Walt Disney World. That was a big deal. I get that. Uh, so let us know in the comments what your top story or maybe a couple. Maybe you want to do your top ten or top five list. Let us know in the comments. We would love to hear it. Uh, but other than that, my friends, you know, make sure... Uh, that you find us over on facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, as well as at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find us at uh, Instagram and YouTube at uh, Disney Parks Podcast, as well as Disney Podcaster over on the Twitter. And uh, other than that, anything else? No. All right. Uh, and if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. <laughs> The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through